You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, It is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your kids at suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's www.suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child and your child will remain on that list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 575 children registered for these episodes. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, Great to have you back. What I'd like to have a conversation about today is, is kind of the principle of integration really from the inside out, or you might even look at that as balance, coherence, healing, kind of from the inside out. As I go through this um, process of the Autism Healing Intention Program, I end up learning more and more about the physics of integration. And And I also learn more and more about the fact that much of what the children have said over the years as far as their challenges around integration, um, the different perceptual realities regarding um, kind of where their focal point is and where most of humanity's focal point is, really kind of equates to um, a physical, uh, physics perception as well as far as integration is concerned. So as I'm learning a little bit more about that, and um, all of those complexities over time. I just want to begin to share some of that information with you so that you have a greater understanding also of kind of what's, you know, what's going on in the bigger picture. I know that within the Awesomeism certification process and the um, 
Autism Healing Intention Program, in both cases we use what um, I and Dr. Tiller also refer to as kind of an inside-out approach, which means, you know, you've heard me say before, you know, we're working from the big picture in, if you will. So we also know that the majority of people who are addressing children diagnosed with autism or children who present with other energetic sensitivities, more often than not, they are looking, you know, at the physical symptomology. They're looking at the the, the mental capabilities or um, lack thereof from their perceptual reality. And so, you know, and so they go about working from the outside, if you will, in. And so when I'm talking about the outside in, I'm talking about from the physical through the mental, emotional, dimensional, and then into the spirit or soul realms. Um, Within OSEP and within the Autism Healing Intention Program, it's completely the opposite. The soul or the bigger picture, you know, even when I talk to you all when we do this type of work, um, obviously accessing the higher states of consciousness both of you and of your children and kind of, you know, what does that want and working from that state of consciousness into the physical body. So, you know, we, we've all, we've had a conversation before also about the fact that, you know, most human beings are attempting to ascend right now. So this whole idea of attempting to ascend with the kids attempting to descend. And we've had that conversation before, but what I want to add to that conversation is that because the children, um, as the children are, their focus is kind of in those higher frequencies, well, let's, let's change that. Their experience is in those higher frequencies. Their experience is at the level of soul or um, different dimensional realms. Their focus is on getting into the body. You know, that's kind of the trajectory. But when you consider that, you know, they're seeing, they're seeing bigger picture and attempting to have that focus be in the physical body, for most of humanity, our experience is a very physical or mental experience you know, we've been taught that that's all that we are. And so the because we're having that kind of experience with our focus being on the soul or the spirit or some other higher state of um, or perceived higher state of consciousness, we really do have a brand new population of children coming in who are descending and have their focus in the physical and we have another population who are trying to leave the physical and make it to some other, you know, higher state of perceived consciousness. The part that's really interesting about this is that is that it really is number 1 a perceptual reality that the physical body is not already um Soul. That is that the physical body is somehow separate from, or that that there is an ascension or descension going on in the first place. And so, but because that perceptual reality is so ingrained in all of us, 
for a parent or a caregiver of an energetically sensitive child who's been very vested um, in the experience of the physical and mental world, you know, they go to look at an individual or a child who is has a very different perceptual reality, and, of course, the outcome of that is that kid looks really different. And the parent, of course, will put their um, focus and attention on things that are physical because that's that's the experience that they're in in the moment. But interestingly enough, what... All that's being asked here is that the the children are asking that the parent or the caregiver who has the experience of physical and uh, mental, you know, kind of really give themselves permission to kind of consider or focus on the fact that there might be something broader than that within the physical experience, and for the for the child, the child is, you know, having this dimensional experience and the parent is asking that child to um, kind of stay, kind of bring their attention to the physical. So, but what we have here is we have in this descension and ascension, number one, we have one factor that is not really considered into this. Both of those are perceptual realities. Both of those are experiences, but if we could shift that experience to an awareness that the physical body absolutely is a portal or is the um, the concentrated expression of um, the infinite, you know, is it's a concentrated, it's a gateway, if you will. So as all of us are trying to get out of the body and ascend, Sometimes I think we miss the mark. Sometimes we we completely begin to go away from the very place that could give us access to that higher dimensional realm. And because we already have the experience of physical, um, we know it. The, the place where we really get stuck and where we get confused about it is in all of our perceptual realities that have been created within the mental body, the emotional body, um, even, you know, into the physical body, we have all of these ideas um, and perceptions about what it is to be physical. And we've all been taught also that, that to be physical is somehow less than to be um spirit or soul it's like somehow the the manifest form of reality is less um grand than the unmanifest form of reality and many people right now are in that place of of trying to figure out well how do you put those two together how do you how do you make unmanifest reality and manifest reality the same reality how do we allow essence to be in form um, or essence to inform the form. And what's really interesting is there's a little shift in perception that might be required because what if the physical body um, 
what if it already is essence in form? What if it already is? What if there is no place to go? Where? What if there is, for us who are attempting to ascend, what if the whole concept of ascension was really guided by the physical body so that the physical body gave you pieces of information? You know, we know that the physical body can give us um information into our psychology. We know that certain illnesses and certain conditions that manifest in the physical also have a kind of psychological base. We also know that they're tied up in emotion or kind of mental processing. So if if the body truly is kind of a roadmap, if you will, into what blocks us, from having the full expression of ourselves um, through the physical body, as the physical body, then it makes sense that maybe we don't want to get away from the physical body. Maybe we don't want to um, to move in that direction. Maybe um, Maybe our ascension, if you will, is more about this realization that the body is trying to give us signs, symbols, um, kind of a roadmap, if you will, into the broadest expansions of who we are. And as we begin to pay more attention to the physical, as we begin to to listen to the physical as kind of that, that map, um, that director, that GPS, if you will, then we really get the opportunity to, one, stay very present with ourselves in the physical, two, begin to really expand our own consciousness while in the physical, you know, and three, not feel like we have to um, get somewhere, get somewhere else. This becomes really important for for those of us who have had this kind of physical experience and 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 see through those physical eyes because what the children are asking for over and over again is this whole um <clears throat> is this focus in the physical part of the reason why they have such a challenge in getting here <clears throat> has an awful lot to do with the fact that it's almost like <laughs> I see it almost like a super highway sometimes you have a population of new a new population of children coming in who are trying to get into the body and a population of people who are in the body who are trying to get out of the body and get somewhere that they perceive as bigger or more grand than what they're currently experience experiencing and all of those all of those perceptual realities that cause us to want to get up and out, that cause us to not want to really deal um, with the physical experience. That That's all the debris, if you will. That's all the, the, the um, confusion or the static um, that gets in the way between the ascension, quite frankly, and the descension. So one of the things that might be really helpful at this point is as you know you as a parent or a caretaker of a child diagnosed with autism or other energetic sensitivities as you begin to 
use your body as a map. And, you know, so your body aches, your body doesn't feel good, you're exhausted, you know, those kinds of things. As you move into the body and start asking the body what it has to share with you, what what information does it know that you haven't allowed it to share with you before, you might you might begin to have these access points um, into kind of the, uh, at first maybe just the, the psychological reasons for the different pieces uh, or the different things that are arising within the physical body, but ultimately um, maybe an access point into something much bigger, maybe an access point into an awareness that, you know, we all hear that everything that we need is within us and and at the same time, we we spend an awful lot of time trying to get away from what's within us. You know, we know that, you know, there will be certain emotions that arise or certain feelings in the body that arise. And because they don't feel good, because they're not, um, you know, what we perceive as all love and light, we have a tendency to to reject them or try to move away from them. We have a tendency to try to get away from our own uh, physical embodiment. And for that reason, we also kind of set up a a template for the kids. We kind of say, oh, this body, this bodily experience is not such a great experience. It's almost like setting up a red flag that says stay away, stay away because our perceptual reality is is that we've got to get somewhere else to have a better experience. One of the things that I don't think that we've been taught very well within the human condition is that all experience is that. It's experience. There, There truly can be a neutrality to the human condition and to experience. And I know that when we have a world that is, kind of um, going through the turmoil that it goes through, you know, from that perception, you know, wars and all that kind of stuff. In some ways, it's it's kind of hard to have a neutrality around that. And yet, if we look at it a little bit differently, if we change our perception just a bit around that, if we're having, you know, some some condition, some issue within the body, if something's emerging out of our emotions, and if we will if we'll give ourselves the opportunity to move into that energy to to kind of turn around and face it look at it what does it want to share with you even maybe kind of place your focused attention in it again not for the sake of creating a story about it not for the sake of of um of even identifying it but for the sake of experiencing it, for the sake of allowing yourself, you know, you go say you go into an emotion like fear. You know, every everybody on this call or the, everybody listening to this episode has had some sense of fear and probably fear of the future. You know, what's going to happen with my child? Those kinds of things. But say say you just took that energy in and of itself. Okay, so fear of fear of the future, that can't really exist when you turn your attention to it. 
it can only continue to exist as you run from it or as you try to pacify it somehow. So, you know, as you have the experience, okay, fear of the future, it's there's probably also a reciprocal kind of energy that is highlighted within your physical body. So where in your physical body are you actually feeling that? And as you go into that, as you kind of draw that emotion, if you will, if you kind of move that energy to the physical, then all of a sudden you sit there and you watch it. You notice where it goes. You notice how it goes. You get some information about it until you can truly say that you kind of moved into the fear instead of away from the fear. Once you've done that, once you have that little piece of information, you can literally say something like, I command that energy into balance. And what you will notice is that all of these things that we've been afraid of looking at, been afraid of kind of moving into, which again is giving you know, all of these energetically sensitive kids the symbol or the or the template for, hey, don't come close to the physical body because it's not a very nice place to be kind of thing. Um, but as we do move into the physical body, as we do move into the emotion and allow that, and again, just n- enough to feel it. No story. I'm just I'm just feeling it. I'm having a sensory experience of this fear, maybe at an emotional level, maybe I'm even having putting my attention on the thoughts that I do think, not to think the thoughts, but simply to have a visceral sensory experience of that energy. And then into the physical body, what does it feel like in the physical body? Having a sensory experience, again, this is really key because Your kids are having heightened sensory experiences all the time. And as you begin to show them that those sensory experiences can be shifted, can be changed, can be felt and transmuted, they don't have to be on high alert quite quite like they've had to be up to this point. So again, you go into that information And once you have a little piece of it, a simple statement, I command this into balance and coherence, however you'd like to to express that. And I can already hear people saying, well, if I just do that, if I command it into balance and coherence, what happens when it shows up again? What You know, will it come back kind of thing? Will I be done with it in that one full swoop? Well, you may or you may not. It depends on how many layers of that you've you've actually felt through and how much is needed for your own um, soul's growth. But again, this soul's growth is happening in the physical body. It's not happening out there somewhere in the ethers. You know, it's not about it's not about getting up and out. Um, and it's especially when you have children who are diagnosed with autism or energetic sensitivities, that because of their frequency, it keeps them up and out anyway. Um, You want to provide a model, uh, a direction for them, uh, you know, inward. So as 
So what will happen in that case is say say you move into it, I command the balance and coherence of this energy, and it is just energy, regardless of whether it's in the body, in the in the physical body, mental body, or emotional body, it's still just energy. It's just a matter of the degree of density. So if we get it, obviously at the emotional level, we probably can say I command this into balance and coherence, and you might only go through that once or twice. If it's in the physical body, don't don't get dismayed if you have to go through that process two or three times, four or five times. But also, there's no need to have to go looking for anything either. There's no need to have to go digging into the physical, mental, or emotional experience to see what you can can balance and add coherence to. The physical body is providing more than enough information already, you know, because our bodies are going through what our bodies are going through, um, emotions, thought processes as well. But if it's a little bit more dense in energy, I would assume that it's going to take a few more times going through it but again the first time you move through something like that and you feel even a subtle shift in your energetic you know template then then the next time you hit that fear it's not going to be as scary to kind of go into that energy but every time you turn around every time you get it every time you transmute it and you command it into something more you literally are using those portals of the physical, mental, emotional body, the uh, the physical experience, if you will, to to allow yourself to become more and more aware of yourself um, in the physical. So that this this it's like there's an infinite amount of information that's coming from the mental, physical, and emotional bodies, and that infinite amount of information um, is kind of held in a bit of a finite kind of uh, perceptual reality. But every single time you go right into that infinite amount of information and you allow it to be, you allow it to be present, and then you command it into a balance or coherence, you've just opened your your field up, you've opened the density of the physical, mental, and emotional bodies into kind of, uh, uh, I want to say, higher realms or higher expressions of yourself, and that's kind of accurate and kind of not. But as you try it, what you'll notice is there's more space within your physicality. You, You become the space, if you will, instead of becoming all of the thoughts, all of the all of the little portals. So you can imagine going into those portals, building coherence and balance there, and those portals expanding. It's like watching um bubbles, you know, kind of collide into each other and, and there's more and more space, right? Bigger and bigger um space. This is really important for so many reasons for the kids. Because again, as they're descending, they they're looking at the pattern that you are. They're looking at, you know, is the physical experience 
kind of a not very wonderful experience to be in. Um, you know, should we stay away is kind of what they're kind of unconsciously or maybe energetically saying. But as we kind of go, no, the, the physical experience is a vast um, piece of information and, and there is all kinds of beauty in that information. And yes, it doesn't always feel perfect. It doesn't always feel ideal. Sometimes it feels really pretty crappy for extended periods of time. But that energetic feeling is simply information. It's it's an attempt to get our attention so that we'll pay attention to the physical, we'll pay attention to the mental or the emotional, so that we'll we'll move into that space and so that ultimately, hopefully we would see the portal that that is created because we did that. We'll see the expansion um, into greater aspects of who we are while never leaving the physical body. And ultimately, you know, the physical body, like I said, they're, they're one and the same. And so even beginning to consider that and having that as a perceptual reality creates a, a huge shift or dynamic um, change for children who are kind of looking at this energetic pattern to find out how inviting it is or it is not. So so that's, that in and of itself can be a huge shift because also as the children are descending and we are attempting to ascend, so to speak, Again, there's kind of this entanglement. There is this discord, um, almost a clashing of energies that takes place, especially in the mental and the emotional body. And part of that has to do with the fact that, you know, like I said, we're trying to get away from that physical experience, our, the, the persistent thoughts that go on in our heads, the, the emotions that kind of take us over or whatever and the kids are trying to move into that layer of the emotional body but because it can feel so chaotic and ungrounded um, they don't come any further as that's another great reason to move it back into that awareness again as a sensory experience because if you'll do it from the perception of let's just let's just play a game you know let's just as a sensory experience, what does it, you know, I'm moving into this energy and I'm feeling it. What do my senses share with me about this? What gets heightened in me because of this? What conscious awareness comes to me simply because I'm sitting in this space? When we go at it from that angle, then what ends up happening is the the children again can really see that oh you're you're going towards the body oh there's a transmutation or a transfiguration that's taking place um your there's an empowerment in that kind of energy versus uh an escapism or a disempowerment um from the physical body and so uh, just makes it that much easier for them to move into the emotional body, move into the mental body, move into the um, the physical body, 
and also not only move into it, but as you kind of go through that process yourself, ultimately you then have the tools to offer your children as they're beginning to navigate their way into the physical expression. So they already have that vast kind of um, perceptual reality. They just want to know that in the physical body. And you already have that physical body reality. You just want to know the vastness of your being in that reality. And so, again, both heading in the same direction in some ways, if we'll allow it. And if we'll allow it, it makes it much easier both for you all to be here as the parents of energetically sensitive kids and also makes it much more easy for them to show up and be here as well. So, all right. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So we're going to um, spend the next probably 20 or 30 minutes um, just working in the energy field. We're going to primarily focus on the parents, um, the caregivers versus the kids because the kids are so so good at mirroring that as this begins to really shift as a perceptual reality within parents, caregivers, teachers, therapists, they can they'll ease their way in. They'll they'll kind of follow that 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 road. But I really want to work today in perceptual reality, in the perceptual reality, you know, what is the physical body? Um, what is it something we're supposed to get away from, you know, or is that something that has just been layered in, in the through the mental body, as far as what we've been educated to, you know, whether it's been through religion or through metaphysics or through any any kind of um, indoctrination, if you will, as to, you know, is the body bad? You know, that kind of thing. All of those energies that get us away from it. So perceptual reality of the physical body, how that relates in the the mental body, and kind of what emotions arise simply because of that. And even as I'm having this conversation, I can already feel that the energetics of things are such that that many people have a really vested interest in this whole concept of of the physical body being less than um you know whatever else might be available in expanded consciousness or whatever and so pay attention already if that's something that's coming up for you um notice where that is and again instead of simply getting, you know, kind of irritated or kind of wondering if um, this makes sense or whatever. If something's coming up in you, go right into it. And again, go into it for the sake of having a kind of sensory, kind of visceral experience of it. No story of it. Just feel it. And you can feel the discord in it. You can feel the static. You can feel the noise in that kind of information. And the reason you can feel that static and that noise is because 
most information that is not truth that's that's a, a um yeah that is not truth is noisy it's staticky it has um it pushes you away from yourself most energy that is quote unquote truth or even a close approximation to truth will have a stillness to it and so so you've got all of this static going on and if you'll go right into it and feel it see it sense it experience it be with it for a second be with it as your presence as your pure presence what you'll notice is all of a sudden the static will stop as that's as you command it into um coherence into balance it's the truth within you that's commanding that balance, neutralizing that noise, allowing you to feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more safe um, in those experiences. So let's go ahead and find a place that is comfortable to hang out for a little bit here, hopefully where you'll be somewhat undisturbed. And go ahead and find your breath. And as you find your breath, bring your attention right into the heart. So even here, you have, there's already a little heightened sense of awareness. So place your attention in the heart. And just for a second, feel the space of your own heart. Some of you may be feeling the physical pumping of the heart. Some of you may be feeling the energetic kind of expansion of the heart, or maybe it's a constriction. Maybe it's in protection mode. So just notice what you notice in the heart. There you go. And as you're in the heart, create a tone here just to kind of clarify this energy so you can get a little bit deeper and snuggle in a little bit deeper to that energy. Here we go. Again, put your awareness, put your attention a little deeper into that heart space. And whether you're feeling it as an expansion or a constriction, again, doesn't matter. It's an experience. But if in this place you will simply command it, into balance and coherence. I command this heart space into balance and coherence. 
you might feel that something just shifts or opens. So notice that. There you go. And so now I'd like you to put your attention on another place in the body, maybe a place in the body that's had a lot of tension. You know, your shoulders, bearing the weight of the world on your shoulders, that small of your back, kind of where's the security kind of energy. So wherever that is, I'd like you to move again right into the energy, right into the experience of that physical discomfort. And you might notice as you're sitting in that physical discomfort that a thought might arise, an image of somebody might arise, an emotion might arise. Again, no good or bad, just an experience. But if you'll allow yourself to be right in that, there you go. Let's expand it just a little bit. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger for just a second. So stick with it here. Okay. Okay. Okay, move a little bit deeper into whatever that place was, that tension in the physical body. And again, just saying, I command it into balance and coherence. Just noticing any shifts that occur. And you might notice that that automatically takes you to another place in the body. So let's do it one more time, right here in the body. So where is that discomfort? And dropping into that discomfort... for the sake of feeling it. And really for the sake of not being afraid of it. And as you're in that space, there we go, that one's a deep one. There we go. So right here, got it, command it into balance and coherence. There you go. There you go. 
letting it expand. So you can move around your body effortlessly with this kind of energy. The trick here is to really give yourself permission to experience it, to sense it, to get a feeling of it before you command it into balance and coherence. Because most things that are showing up in the body, they only want it to be felt in the first place. And again, we've been so conditioned to get away from that that we sometimes miss the biggest gift that is trying to be offered to us. Okay, so right back in the heart again, please, everybody. I'm going to have a little conversation here in the heart. So this is really has so much to do with safety in the body. You know, being really safe in the body. Most of us who are energetically sensitive have had all kinds of experiences that have um, and hypersensitivities to those experiences that have caused the physical body to to be perceived as not the best place to be. And again, it causes us to run away from the very portal, if you will, the very access point to more who we are. All right, so right into the heart again. Okay. So we're going to move into the physical body as a body, as a as a complete body, body of energy. And if I said put your attention in the physical body as a body of energy, just notice how that feels. And as you notice how that feels, again, commanding it into balance and coherence. For some of you who have been working with that kind of equal crossbar from soul star to earth star and from outstretched arm to outstretched arm, from front to back, you might just by saying, I command the physical body and its energies into coherence and balance, you might notice that that structure just shows up. It's just there. So go ahead and move into the mental body. I 
And so let's let's take a look at this in kind of two steps as well. So if you'll go into the mental body, and there's probably a story that you tell yourself, or there's probably a recurrent thought that you have. It's probably not a very productive thought. And if we were using the example of kind of fear of the future, then let's go into that thought. And let's notice, does that thought feel like static? Does it feel like calm? How does it feel? Just to go into that thought. And to go into the thought just for the sake of the experience of feeling it. And as you kind of dip into that place, allowing yourself to command that thought into coherence and balance. Command it into truth. There you go. That one shifted a lot. Commanding it into truth. Coherence and balance as truth. There you go. And so if there's another thought, you can do the same thing. Let's go ahead and move to the mental body as a whole. So um, the mental body as the energy of the mental body. And as we kind of allow ourselves to move into that energy, this kind of reminds me of... um, that Halloween time, it's like moving into the haunted house kind of thing. It's like you move in with a little bit of trepidation maybe, but moving in just for the sake of having the experience. And what is that experience? Again, is it static? Is it noise? Is it, what is it? And as you put your attention there, your intention becomes a balanced, coherent mental body. The truth of the mental body, the truth, the gift of the mental body. There you go. Okay. Just breathing. Again, you can go back and do this with individual thoughts. You can go in from the, you can go from the bottom up, if you will. You can go from the top down. You can go into the 
the mental body as a whole. You can go into individualized thoughts that kind of are uh, discordant within the mental body, but all the same command, balance, coherence, in truth, as truth. And now let's go ahead and go into the emotional body. And so as you move into the emotional body, there might be a predominant emotion. There might be an emotion that's its almost like it's standing there waiting for you. That emotion might be fear or sadness or mixed up with a lot of exhaustion, those kinds of things. And whatever that emotion or combination of emotions is, just moving right into it. And especially in this domain, pay attention. Does something in the mental body say, you know what, don't want to feel this emotion? Don't want to have this experience? And if it does, there's a real resistance to it. Can you be willing to just kind of peek into it for a second? Again, not so it can so much tell you what you think you already know about that emotion, but just for the the sensory experience of feeling it. It's amazing how without any judgment or any story around it that it really is just a sensation. It's kind of like the kids picking up sensations from every, you know, every energetic pattern that they bump into. And it doesn't really mean anything. It's kind of like a movement of energy, of course, until somebody makes it mean something. But here in the emotional body, if we can just dip into that energy as an experience, you'll find yourself almost maybe being very still in that energy. And sometimes when you go in with the intention of really feeling it, it can be a bit of a mystery because it's almost like you go into it and then it it's kind of elusive. What is there to feel? You know, where did it go? What happened? Sometimes that's how much something can shift just with your willingness to turn around and move into it versus run from it. So whatever that emotion or that feeling is, commanding it from this place into balance, coherence, as truth. And now moving into the emotional body as a whole, Moving in 
into your emotional body, which is kind of a misnomer as this energy is so subtle it's pretty darn collective at this point, but moving into your experience of your emotional body. And dipping into that energy for the sake of dipping in. And once you've done that, commanding it into balance, coherence, as truth, as the truth of who you are. There you go. So drawing your attention one last time right back to the heart space. And the heart space might naturally be a little bit more open, a little bit more fluid. There might also be a bit of a a pulse kind of energy moving out of the heart in throughout these different bodies. And again, just noticing that for the sake of the experience. And commanding this kind of resonance between the physical, mental, and emotional bodies into balance, into coherence as the truth of who you are. and allowing yourself to feel very grounded in this process. And if you have had a lot that kind of showed up, if you have a lot of emotion or thoughts that kicked up during the process, you might even create a bit of a grounding cord and drop all that debris, just drop it down and through that grounding cord. There you go. I think you. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Tatikia mataki oko esa tatikite. Okay. Some. All right. So if you've drifted a little bit during this energy work, allow yourself to. Use these words to be right here, right now. And as you allow your presence to be right here, right now, find your breath. And allow that breath to begin to move throughout the body. Allow the breath to move arms and legs, kind of rotating shoulders, neck, stretching. There you go. And now finding three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. 
On the third exhalation, breathe your eyes open. There you go. Breathing your eyes open. Noticing whether you feel grounded and present or not. And if not, create a little bit of a grounding cord or maybe even allow yourself to go into that energy commanded into balance and coherence as the truth of who you are. There you go. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you've chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but a deeper truth of who we are as well. If you'd like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com, where you'll feel... Find articles, videos, books, and details for future autism certification processes. The next Autism Healing Intention Programs begins today, and registration for it is now closed. However, you're welcome to register for the Autism Healing Intention Program beginning in January. We also have the Autism Certification Process beginning in January. We now have over 70 practitioners in 12 different countries. I'd also like to remind you to visit the Awakening Zone Academy. That's awakeningzoneacademy.ning.com, where you can check out all of our latest classes. Coming up next at 1 Central Daylight Time on the Awakening Zone is the New Consciousness Review with Miriam Knight. Miriam will host Me McCormick on Wild and Expansive Living, From Food to Beauty, On the 28th, at 1, is Kelly Sullivan Walden, the Dream Doctor. And at 7 p.m. on the 28th is Bright Lights with Dee Wallace. If you missed my conversation with Jim Self on October 22nd, it's now available in the Awakening Zone archives. Please join me again for Pure Presence, Aligning to Self, on November 1st. And there will be another episode of Pure Presence, all about the kids on November 29th. Until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings.
You've been listening to the Awakening Zone Radio Network, offering insights and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.